What is up everyone, Dalton here. Before we hop into this episode, I just have a couple quick announcements. First off, thank you for tuning in. The support on the podcast so far has been amazing. We're super excited about the community that we're building here with Move Local. So we cannot wait to continue to grow and meet more amazing people. If you guys aren't following us on Instagram, head over there and follow us, move.local as well as sign up for our newsletter if you want to make sure that you don't miss out on any new releases of episodes, of merchandise, of exciting news that we have coming up for the Move Local community. Head over there, sign up so you do not miss out. You can find that in the bio on Instagram or in the show notes below of this episode. And then lastly, guys, if you've liked or took value from any one of our episodes so far, please head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you consume your podcast. Subscribe to Move Local and drop us a review and a rating. It really helps our podcast grow. It helps us get good feedback from you guys, what you want to hear more of, what you want us to improve on, so that we can continue to provide you with the best content possible and grow this amazing community. That is all I have for today. Enjoy this episode of Move Local. Welcome to the Move Local podcast. Our mission is to connect the movers and shakers of the Dundas and Hamilton area who pride themselves on growing a healthier and more connected community. We will do this through having conversations around health, education, entrepreneurship, and much more. We want to be part of helping you move confident, move free, and move local. What's going on, beautiful people? Welcome back to the Move Local Podcast, brought to you by The Movement. My name is Dalton, and I'm doing this episode solo. None of my co-hosts are here, but I'm super excited um, about the conversation I have today. I'm talking to Brendan Ulysse. He's the owner of Ulysse Soccer Training in Brantford. Um, I'm really excited to hear his story. I know he's doing a lot of things for the the youth and the soccer community here in Brantford and surrounding area, so Welcome to the show. Awesome. Thanks for having me. I know we were talking a little bit before I hit record here that you were up early this morning. Yes, sir. And you were just trying to recover because the kids uh, <laughs> kids had you up. That's right. little 4 a.m. wake up, but that's okay. Yeah. The young ones want to get up early. You know, I'm here. Are you a, co- <laughs> are you a coffee guy? Uh, yes. I think since university, I'm into coffee now. So yeah. no more than three cups, though, please. That's, <laughs> that's pretty good, man. We have... Uh, at the at the movement, we tend to have a little bit of a coffee problem. We, okay. we, we consume way too much coffee. So yes, keeping your um, energy levels high. Totally, yeah. But <laughs> but I mean, you seem like a pretty high energy guy, so maybe you don't need all <laughs> all that caffeine. You have to be an energy guy, man. It's <laughs> got to be constantly moving, doing fun stuff. So yeah. I think I'll be all right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is that kind of like what got you into sport? Like, I'm assuming you, you hmm. started playing sport at a, a young age and specifically like soccer. Yeah, or? for sure. I think that sports is an incredible thing because it's like a physical way of expressing yourself. It's kind of like art, mm. but through movement and through competition. So I compared a lot to art and uh, I like to, to do my thing on the soccer field. Being able to share that passion with kids is definitely something that I really enjoy. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. When did you start like seeing it as an art? Because like, hmm. was that always something, even like as a young athlete, or is that something you kind of developed into as you grew, as you grew as like a, a an athlete and a person? I think reflecting on it now, I can see it a, lo- a lot more clearly. Um, in high school, it's just something I want to do every day. Mm-hmm. Like as soon as school's done, what are we doing? We're getting to the soccer field. So it's that passion, it's that enjoyment aspect. But looking back on it now and seeing, you know. So many people found their hobbies and interests through COVID and, and the lockdowns and stuff like that. For me, it's like, man, if I can express myself with a soccer ball, that's all I need. Yeah, yeah. 
that's cool mm-hmm. what about soccer like drew you in and kept you like playing obviously for so long yeah it's the fun aspect of it i think the team aspect um being able to compete with some high level opponents seeing canadian soccer on the rise yeah it's man. just it's a good time to be a soccer fan oh here. my gosh it's yeah. amazing totally taken off hopefully the boys can do their thing in november and mm-hmm. uh you know do some good stuff in the world cup but yeah man I, i'd say my whole life also i've had some really good coaches over the years my dad was a big inspiration for me and uh, how he would always coach and teach other soccer players to love the game. It's just something that um, I've looked up to as well. Yeah. Do you find that being a big part of what influences you to like do the, the training and working with the youth that you work with? Yeah, I would say so. I also have some interesting stories of my time coaching in Hamilton. Um, I would coach some really high-level players in an academy called First Touch Soccer. And they would say, whoa, like you're really good. Where are you from? Yeah. And then I would say, Brantford. They would laugh. They would say, no way. They're like, you're this good. You're from Brantford? I don't believe you. So, like, I would always show out, do rainbows, do crazy tricks. Yeah. But I had to think to myself, like, no, I need to bring this back to Brantford. I need mm. to start my own thing. So that was a big reason of why I started UB Soccer Training here in town. Yeah, that's cool. What mm-hmm. does that look like? Like, what? Are, mm-hmm. who are the people you work with? Like, what age groups? I, I was checking out, like, your website and stuff. It looks like you got a wide variety of, yes. like age groups and in levels that you work with for sure i think we say on the website it's like four to 40 but really it's anybody or anyone who wants to learn and improve it can be someone who's just beginning it can be someone who's just recently picked up the passion for the game or it can be like a lifelong player who's really trying to step up to the next level so we love working with the grassroots. That's like the little four-year-olds. Yeah, yeah. Those <laughs> and I might best. need an extra cup of coffee for that one. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> but we're doing fun things like after they score a goal, little airplane celebrations, yeah. the smiles on their face, it's so worth it. And then obviously can't get away from the high-end performance. Mm-hmm. The players that are looking to play, you know, outside of Ontario or to leave Canada, we love to work with them too. And it's just an absolute pleasure. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think like, you know, for you being a coach and I'm assuming you've kind of coached multiple levels, like you're talking about mm-hmm. the grassroots players to like the high level. Yep. What's the difference in how you interact with those mm. um, with those players and those kids? For me, there's definitely some elements that are the same. My philosophy of the game is all about enjoyment. Like we talk about Joga Benito, like. I don't know if you know Ronaldinho. I know who that is. Yeah. I'm, so I'm not a big soccer. I'm not a big soccer guy, but I I, yeah, I know, know that name. I know that name. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So he's the kind of guy that literally anytime you're watching him play, he's got a big smile on his face, like ear to ear grin. And there's a defender in front of him. He's probably gonna try something crazy. So um, it's just like like pure enjoyment, that carefree nature. It's the love of the game and just like being brave and confident enough to try something that the defenders wouldn't expect. Um, That was my inspiration, like watching soccer on TV. So when I'm coaching young kids, I want to teach them to have fun with the ball. Mm. I want to teach them that you can show off a little bit. You've worked towards this. You've developed these skills. Why not go for it? Why not try something fancy? So that's a little bit of my philosophy. And it sticks with me from grassroots to older age players. They got to have fun with the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. I think it's really important too for younger kids mm-hmm. to start and have fun with what they're doing. I feel like nowadays with how intense sports can be yes. from such a young age, trying to like 
shuffle kids into getting to high levels, which is, which is great that there's opportunities for, for kids mm-hmm. to do that. But I think sure. you, you see a lot of kids get burnt out because of it's not really having true. that enjoyment. So yeah. I like that. That's kind of like the base that you come from. And, and yeah. I think even once you become elite, it's like, if you get yes. to a point where you're not enjoying it, it, oh, it it's it hard. Happens. It's hard for you to even evolve as an elite player. I, I can imagine. It's really true. I have seen some high end players that have just had enough. It's like it becomes a job for them. Mm-hmm. They take something that they loved and then it just becomes work. And um, it's really too bad to see, especially if they're training five times a week or multiple times, even like twice, two a days, <laughs> five times a week, it takes its toll mm-hmm. physically and mentally. So it's definitely a big reminder for all athletes to uh, to make sure they're enjoying what they're doing and find different ways of, of improving yourself. So it doesn't always have to be such a rigorous uh, schedule, but to do it in a fun way. And to sit back and, you know, kick with some homies and have fun. Yeah. What are some ways you try to, like, pull that out of your your higher-end athletes? Because, like, that can also be tough to do, right? Because, like, you know, you want to respect that these guys are trying to improve themselves to get to where they want to go. But as a coach, it's always, like, the art of coaching to be able to, like, pull that out of them without them really, like, noting, noticing, you know? It can't can't just be a a command. Exactly. (laughs) It can't be, like... Hey, have fun. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's a number of elements to that. Number one, this isn't always something that I have full control over because I might work with an individual player, but their their whole team um, sets the climate for the kind of attitude in the locker room. Mm. So if they're really in a toxic environment, that can be difficult to over overcome in the team setting. But when I work with individuals, um, there are some super fun activities that are like some go-tos. Like, for example, soccer, tennis, mm. combine the best of both worlds. It's like the balls back and forth over the net. Right. Always has a fun element to it. Um, lots of athletes I work with look forward to crossbar challenges and little things like that. But again, for me, it's my attitude. It's my philosophy. I think it's the energy that I pour into the game. It's like it's got to be a contagious energy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We love it. Here's why. Here's some games that we can play. And uh, the kids that I work with, I think they really feed off of that. Yeah, for sure. I think that's a big thing. And you can tell, like, just getting into mm-hmm. the conversation, something that you're really passionate about. Like, you get yes, hype sir. about talking about it. So I'm for sure that sure. that way that you express that on the field is mm-hmm. probably well yeah, known as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, in terms of, like, running a business, like, that's a whole mm-hmm. new world as well. So are you yes. also running, like, the back-end stuff of your, your training company and stuff? Yep, we do yeah. a lot. Um I'm lucky that I have some really good staff members that are able to help me, not only on the soccer field, but behind the scenes. So, of course, you know what it's like running Mm -hmm. a business. Um, There's a lot of hours put into website, into regular management. But um, I would say for myself, I'm lucky to have a good staff to support me. It's a game changer with kids, for sure. (laughs) Just finding the time to be on the field. But there's so much that we do behind the scenes that, people might not even notice like mm-hmm. for example we help a lot with the local um, men's soccer league right we work with some of the clubs just to make sure that their teams are okay and they're flowing perfectly mm-hmm. so i have my own business but then it's all the other elements of the community that we want to see well activated because when we come together we're able to have a thriving community yeah and that stuff's so important and it, it, i mm-hmm. i um obviously having my own business and like that's a big part of what we also do i think yeah. you people don't realize how much effort goes into that yes. and how much of a difference it makes when like 
you actually do that stuff to make the environment and the things flow well, how much better the experience from the, the, like mm. the user or the consumer of your service or your product sure. is like, yeah. that's so important. We've been lucky to get a lot of really good positive feedback, especially like the four year old age group. The parents come up, they're like, thank you so much. It's my child's first time playing soccer. They loved it. Yeah. So when we get feedback like that, it's a high motivator to keep going. Because, you know, if we didn't love it and if we weren't getting positive feedback, it's tough. we probably wouldn't do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there would be maybe a gap in the community for some possible things to do. So, yeah. yeah. How, how has like, you know, you, you mentioned bringing what you're doing back to Brantford and how important that was. Mm-hmm. How is the community here just in general in sport and then even more specifically like with soccer? I would say the response has been amazing. Obviously, Brantford is predominantly a hockey town, Mm -hmm. but um, I keep like, I stand on this pedestal and I'm like praising Brantford for their um, ability in all sports. Like, do you know about Harlequins rugby? Like, Brantford is on the map. Yeah. And literally the best player of all times. In hockey, Wayne Gretzky is from here. Yeah, yeah, no like doubt. Like if, if I was if I went around saying that, you know, I'm from the town that Pele is from, yeah, yeah. people would be looking at me crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. literally the best guy. And like that's just hockey and rugby. So soccer is doing the same thing. Some players, unfortunately, they do have to leave to go get better opportunities. But um I'm just like in awe. It's Brantford is a sports factory. And I yeah. think more people should be aware of that. I agree, man. I'm new to the area. Like we, I moved mm-hmm. here two years ago when we opened the business. Yeah. Um, and I'm from like a really small town outside of Windsor where like mm-hmm. small grassroots sports were super important to the community. Right. And cool. I get a lot of that fuel mm-hmm. in Brantford, but I was very surprised as well by yeah. the, the level of talent Let's and go. the level of like all sports that are here. Like you look at hockey, you look yep. at, you know, I didn't really know much about the soccer, but since like, sitting down and talking to you, I was looking into it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, there's some like legit like baseball as well. That's true. Um, Brantford Red Sox. Yeah. I played football growing up and we would come to Brantford and play and play Brantford as well. So they mm-hmm. have some like football programs. Oh, yes. So like, Oh, the it's, Bison's um, are amazing too. It's yeah. Awesome, so it, it's great to see like the high level of like community sport here. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Yeah. I'm in awe. So um, in terms of how the community responds, to our programs, it's pretty great. We usually fill up our programs and, and life is good in that regard. Yeah, and those programs, like what is, what is that? Is that like like a actual league or is it more just like your, the training yep. and like giving them skills, that kind of stuff? We have lots of things going on. Um, for example, in the summer, we run uh, multiple camps during the day. So next week, Monday to Friday, we're at Mohawk Park. And this is an open camp. This one's the Summer Soccer Fun Camp. It's for anyone that wants to play soccer and enjoy themselves. In July, we did the advanced training camp, which was meant for rep players only to come out and improve their skills. Um, Through the fall, we work with the clubs. So we work with uh, Paris FC, for example, Mm -hmm. to implement their grassroots development program. And um, yeah, it's great. It's great to see the improvement of the kids. What does that look like implementing their grassroots program? Like, what do you mean by that? Um, So they open up their registrations for um, kids to train on Monday or Thursday nights. I think the young, young ones are on Wednesdays. But uh, they open up their registrations. It fills up really quick. Uh, and then our coaching our coaching staff comes in and runs the program. That's sick. Yeah. So it's really amazing to see. That must be cool for you. Like I would, I would, mm-hmm. That's a cool opportunity as a business to be able to do that. Yeah. We have a great relationship with the local clubs. And we just want to keep it going. So, um, yeah, it's, it's awesome. 
there are some clubs that took a little bit of a hit during lockdowns mm -hmm. and they're not sure if they're fully coming back in full swing but regardless the players and the parents are eager to play sports and we're here to provide them with some soccer stuff so yeah what does your staff look like like who who do you have on staff <laughs> this summer we've had to upgrade our staff more than ever a uh, record number of kids so it was like 600 kids registered with the paris grassroots program and we upped our nice. staff to 10 coaches wow good for throughout you the summer so it takes a little bit of a dip during the fall um because we're kind of dependent on the indoor facilities mm -hmm. uh, we're lucky because we train out of Silaps arena in paris Kay. if you've never been it's a great little field but again it's kind of limited on space it's got one um, five aside pitch and if you look at some of the communities in Hamilton or Toronto, they have multiple 11-a-side fields that can be used for indoor play. So we use what we have, but uh, I definitely wish, like if I won the lottery, I'd be building a giant sports complex. Yeah. Man. That would yeah, be the yeah. first thing on the to-do list. It's the dream. <laughs> 100%. You know. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> no, that's, uh, that's really cool. What has been like your favorite part since, like how, like how long have you guys been going for now? at least 10 years oh, i want to say so, maybe closer to 15 oh, to be honest oh, so you've been, time is flying bro so you've been doing it for a while <laughs> yes what has been like some of your favorite parts like as you've watched it grow it's weird because there's definitely different highlights over the years but it always comes down to the smile on the kids faces yeah. like nothing beats that um yeah for sure even sometimes it may be having like a difficult week and then you go to practice and the, the response from the kids the response from the parents just lights up and just changes everything on the dime. So regardless of the business milestones that I've achieved, I would say in terms of my, like what gets me going, it's to see the community, to see the kids loving life. Yeah. That's a great thing. That makes me happy, man, because that's what yeah. they need. Like, and that's what, that's what we all need, honestly, <laughs> especially after this last like, you know, yes. couple of years, like dude, like to yes, get sir. that back and be able to like impact people on that level, mm -hmm. like that's what we need more of, right? Yeah. And all it's, that other stuff will come. It's also been fun for adults because um, since all the breaks, we've had our Brantford Men's Soccer League is open back up. So Friday night games, it's a turn up. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> the fans are even coming out to enjoy themselves. Well, yeah, man. That's And, and you need that, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm always like, I, I grew up playing sports and like, yeah. I, I always enjoy watching good competition. So like regardless cool. of what, what it is, like yeah. if there's good competition and people are competitive and they're having yes. fun and you can feel that energy, it's like, yes. it's, it's, a, it's enjoy, it's an enjoyment to watch. Right. For sure. And the rivalries and the banter yeah. and the history. I think the Brantford men's soccer league has actually been around since before I was born. Wow. It's been around since 1983. Wow. So just to be a part of that and keep it rolling. It's, it's amazing. Are you still, uh, Playing? Oh yes, sir! I have a game tonight. Let's go. 7 p.m. Lions Park. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. And so. are you playing in that same that men's league or what? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So our team is called Victory FC. Cool. We have a good match against Polonia Branford, another great team representing a great part of our community. So just good things all around. Yeah. How how's your game evolved over the years? <laughs> I would say I have to be a little bit uh, wiser. Yeah. You know, because there's some really quick young players now. Yeah, yeah. Like track stars. Yeah. So uh, uh, I try, I tend to be a little bit more tactical maybe. So I'm going to be playing some nice passes, some nice through balls, yeah. working hard defensively. But I have a kid on the, on the right wing, Brody Graziano, went to North Park, and he's an absolute legend on the track. 
So uh, you send him a long ball, He's no one it. is catching it but him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Yeah. I feel like you, back in the day, though, you probably had a little swagger to you. I can, I can, get, <laughs> those, I can get those vibes. 1,000%. Um, you know, it's, I think I mentioned it earlier, but someone could accuse you of being a show-off. Yeah. For me, it's a pure compliment. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, yeah, yeah. Literally, if you have a skill in your locker... Why should you hide that? Totally. <laughs> I've been practicing. Yeah. And it, it's probably part of that enjoyment thing too, right? Like you, you yes, can, if sir. you're enjoying yourself and you're like doing your thing, mm-hmm, like it's, mm-hmm. that shows, man. And sometimes that can be like misconstrued, I think. For sure. I think there is a fine line between being confident and being cocky. For sure. I think it is important for athletes to recognize, especially if kids look up to you, um, you know, the, the general vibe that you give off. Is it because you want to put other people down or is it because you're really truly enjoying what you're doing right. in the moment? And is it like, is it you doing it for you over the betterment of the team? I think that when right. that starts, <laughs> when that starts happening, that's not a good place. <laughs> yes, but like sir. when you're elevating the team while you're doing that, for that's sure. what you want out yes. of like guys that like have that style, right? I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. Cool, <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. Um, I got a couple of like rapid fire questions for okay. you. Um, Ready. What would be your favorite one of your favorite local restaurants here in Brantford Ooh, local restaurant Grand Sasso okay Italian so good I feel like someone told me about that place before yeah. we get the common one I've been getting with the people from Brantford is the sociable oh sociable is nice uh, our team I think they actually sponsored our team so we're usually there yeah uh, that's good especially for whiskey sour that's a VFC recommendation oh, there you go <laughs> <laughs> but yeah Grand Sasso is my top pick sweet <laughs> um, in terms of like I, I don't know how many breweries here but are you, are you a beer guy Oh, yeah, for sure. Will be one oh, of your favorite man. breweries. There's that, that one West Brant. I honestly forget what it's called right now. I know there's like, I, I know there's right one called Flux. Okay, Flux. But I don't is think good. that's like. It's slightly out of town. I know I mean, which one you're talking about, too, and it's yeah, slipping my man. mind. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever that, as as whatever that name is, it's awesome. <laughs> West Brant represents. Yeah. I've been, have you been to Steel Wheel before? No, I haven't. Yeah, it's just over. It's not far from here. Okay. Um, I interviewed uh, the yeah. owners of that place. They're awesome. It's a okay. cool place. Yeah, good vibes. They there. should set up like a little Brantford uh, brewery tour. <laughs> Ooh, that'd be good. That'd be no, good. No, I'm in. Um, outside of soccer, what's your favorite way to stay active? Ooh, good question. Um, definitely like basketball is a fun thing for me. You said stay active, right? Stay active. Because yeah. a big hobby of mine is chess. Nice. And my dad will argue that chess is up there in terms of top five sports. Oh man. <laughs> yep. Like I, I haven't like dove too much in the chess world, but I've heard it's, a, I mean, it's intense. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. So, you know, it's not too much movement, but, uh, you know, the chess legends will argue during those tournaments. Just, you'll be sweating a little bit. No doubt. <laughs> what, I, I want to go off that for a second. What yeah, got you sure. into chess? Uh, my dad was a huge chess player. Yeah. Um, he was a B, uh, BCI teacher and coach. And um, yeah, man, he's like up there. Sorry, I know people can't see my hand yeah, gesture, but, he, but yeah, he's, he's, he's up, up there. there in the <laughs> chess world too. So um, that's a big part of it. And man, it's a really good game because literally you move that piece, that action has a consequence. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a real life game. There's no luck. Yeah, yeah. There is zero luck involved in that sport. Yeah. So yeah, it's something fun to switch gears and do something mental. Yeah, and it's good to it's good to like train that that side of things Fact. for sure. I'm not a chess guy. <laughs> cool. I should I should learn though. I should <laughs> yeah, learn. Try it out. Um, who uh, who do you think would be good for us to uh, to chat with in the, in the area? Oh, there's a couple good people for sure. Um, I would recommend Dave McLean from Harlequins Rugby. 
Okay. Um, also, John Zombeck from Victory FC. Okay. Two great names to talk to in terms of sports and community involvement. Sick. Um, yeah, you'll have a great time talking to either of those two guys. Sweet. Um, last question I'd like to ever ask everyone is, what does Move Local mean to you? Like, if you had to define it. Move Local. Man, it's like every day. Get outside. Just run around. <laughs> Go for a walk. Take a ball with you. As long as you're doing something active, it's like your 24 hours is that much better. So, yeah. Anyone listening, like, go outside and do something fun. I love it. <laughs> where uh, where can people find you on uh, Instagram, website, if they were, they're interested in, like, yep. you know, joining the training or seeing what you got to offer? Yeah, so our website is usoccer.ca. You, like the letter U. You could also type in Ulysse Soccer Training or go to Ulysse Soccer Training on Facebook or Instagram for all of our details. Awesome. Brendan, thanks so much for coming on, man. This was a pleasure. Yeah, thanks for having me. Awesome.